0: Podcast. I said welcome to welcome to the
1: dirty sports podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Welcome to Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio. Venice Beach, California, with my co host Joey No Chill Good
1: evening, Andy. What's with the, what's with the finger? Uh,
0: I don't know. I've what's been. That
1: finger point. You just said you missed being live, and now you're even more, you're like bigger than when we go live.
0: In my head, we're live. We're dealing with some technical difficulties tonight. The me versus the Mevo versus YouTube. This is a never-ending battle, which will go on. I feel forever.
1: Yeah, we really need to get like a tech-friendly intern back in here.
0: But I don't think they could help. I, 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 the truth is, I really think I've done so much research on my own and worked with their support. I don't know. I just don't know what the answer is. I'll play around with it tonight. Maybe I should wear the L chain.
1: Yeah. Maybe the Mevo should wear the L chain.
0: But I don't know if it's the Mevo. Anyway, I don't want to talk about that stuff because there's too much amazing. Hot
1: sports action.
0: Well, before we get into hot sports, can we talk about the mediocrity bowl between Bill O'Brien and Jason Garrett?
1: I didn't watch it. Oh, boy. I didn't. I mean, what did I. Like. You didn't watch it? Oh, I was waiting for your takes. Not only did I not watch it, but every time I checked in, I was like, yeah, that's, that's two monkeys throwing shit at each other.
0: Well, here's some highlights. Yeah. One, normally I am a big supporter of Chris Collinsworth. He was losing his mind how this was old school football. This was Texas football. To me, it was just shitty offense. Right. Here's an example. The Houston Texans twice. Had the ball on the one yard line and couldn't score touchdowns. If you can't score on f- first and goal from the one twice. They had first and goal at the one? I believe both times. I could be wrong on that. One time for sure. Yeah. And they did it right before half. Maybe it wasn't first and goal from the one, but they had it first and goal. Uh they did have they got it down to the one, fourth and one. In a low scoring game, I would have kicked a field goal maybe, Bill O'Brien, no. And they get stopped. They get stopped.
1: In a low I mean, score? It, it went 16-16 to overtime.
0: So if they kicks the field goal there, they win the game already. And then also again in the fourth quarter, they did have first and goal from the one and could not score.
1: And then in overtime, I read that the Cowboys had fourth and one at midfield and punted.
0: Yes, around midfield with about, I believe, around like 352 left in the game, which I thought was an interesting move. I go, you're punting. I thought in my head, this game's ending in a tie. Yeah. Which would have been very symbolic of those coaches. But yeah, it's, look, the defense is, Collinsworth. At this
1: point, we're like, the NFL is a bad coaching, bad kicking, bad referee bonanza every Sunday.
0: But there's also good kickers. Like, Gano wins a game on a 63-yarder.
1: Yeah, let's not even fucking skip that one.
0: No, we're not going to skip that one. What a disaster. But I see your point. There's There's a lot of bad kickers out there.
1: And bad coaches and bad referees. Well, at this point, like, I mean, the Packers game alone... How many times, if you're Mike McCarthy, do you send out the kicker? I tweeted, I want this game to never end. I want to see if he misses 15 in a row. If he's like, go get him, this is the one you're going to make 100 in a row. Well, how many? He missed five kicks in a row, an extra point, and four field goals.
0: Well, they started to go for two in the second half, which they should have continued to just go for two or go for it on fourth down. But he stopped doing that at a certain point.
1: Forget the two, the the fourth downs. Like you're going for two, but you're still kicking field goals. You don't think he can make the bunny? I mean, obviously they're going for two for the extra point as well. But dude, Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy should have been the assistant coach to one of those two guys on Sunday Night Football. Those are the th- those are the three sp- that we need the three Spider-Man meme.
0: <laughs> the triumvirate.
1: Yeah. Of Spider-Man the Spider-Man meme. The memes. Mike McCarthy, Jason Garrett, Bill O'Brien.
0: I did have that because the Lions was the main game on out here, the Lions Packers at least nationally in Los Angeles. So I did have it on my one screen. And yeah, at a certain point, obviously you don't have a second kicker because most th- every team only has one kicker. Unless the punter can kick. But anyway, yeah, at a certain point, you just got to say, we we can't use Mason Crosby. Now, he's usually a pretty reliable kicker. Great. I'm not going to deny that.
1: Okay, fine. But I'm he's not, saying, a, he's not a, saying cut him.
0: I'm not either. saying, I'm, what the fuck are you doing? He had a bad game. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, they got back in that game. Yeah, very much.
1: It was a one-score game at the end.
0: Yeah. After being down 24. So... I mean, is like,
1: I've said it before, but I'll say it again. The Mike McCarthy Aaron Rodgers pairing, is this the greatest waste of talent that we've ever seen in the history of the league? I mean, obviously, Megatron and Barry Sanders both retired without winning a fucking playoff game, or maybe Barry Sanders won a playoff game at some point, but. Aaron Rodgers, one Super Bowl
0: appearance? Well, I think because of, yes, the tenure and and the longevity. And they showed that stat today. I, I believe the only quarterback coach duo that's lasted longer is Belichick and Brady. I'm almost positive. No quarterback coach duo. Maybe Joe Flacco, John Harbaugh.
1: No. They wouldn't they wouldn't have be longer.
0: Yeah, you're right. It's got to be McCarthy and Rodgers. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me laugh. I got to just laugh at a certain point.
1: It, Mike McCarthy at this point like I I say it every week about something, but at this point who's still defending?
0: I don't think anybody's defending him. Anyone logical? It's also, it's the same way with Jason Garrett and Bill O'Brien. I mean, Jason Garrett needs to be fired. Dude, they showed us, do you want to hear it? Again, I love hearing these wild stats.
1: Jason Garrett and Bill O'Brien, I read that, I just read that USFL book. You know, there was a time in the USFL where two teams swapped rosters and moved to, like Chicago became fucking Arizona, Arizona became Chicago, they swapped rosters Straight up became different franchises. That's the thing. Jason Garrett just should go coach the Texans, and Bill O'Brien should just go coach the fucking Dallas Cowboys.
0: Do you know Jason Garrett in the long history of the Dallas Cowboys? This is what's crazy. He's been there long enough. They showed this tonight. Jason Garrett is the second all time winningest coach on the Cowboys outside of Tom Landry.
1: In terms of just wins.
0: In terms of wins. Yeah. And I'm not saying that to say that that's a good stat, but my, yeah. my argument is. He's been there that long. He's basically achieved that many wins. Like he's had that many eight and eight, nine and seven seasons.
1: Yeah, how many years has he been coaching there now? It's gonna be
0: ten years. I bet two, I bet since two thousand ten. Remember he took over as an interim coach. Remember yeah. that? From Wade yeah. Phillips.
1: <laughs> no, I remember. They're still fucking they're still waiting to find their official head coach.
0: 2010, Wade Phillips, was he became the coach uh, November 8th.
1: That's amazing.
0: Well, you do bring up a good point, which we should actually address. You could really start tossing a lot of these coaches in, like the longevity of someone like him, Uh, Mike Tomlin, Marvin Lewis, uh, obviously McCarthy, these guys who just consistently maintain jobs with mediocrity or not maximize the potential of their team
1: yeah I, dude I was I was basically called a racist last year for saying Mike Tomlin is overrated and should be fired oh he's never lost a fucking he's never had a losing season great this isn't the winning season league now this I, is a Super Bowl
0: league I used to support Tomlin and even probably as far as last year but as far as as things as things have unfolded even this year I don't know how you can support him that much.
1: Yeah, I don't get it.
0: I mean, even without Le'Veon Bell, dude. If you look at the Steelers, if just alone, if I said Big Ben, Juju Smith-Schuster, Antonio Brown, like right there are three guys, and Connor, obviously, Connor's not a bad running back. My point is, you have playmakers. You got to win more games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, I, like I've said the the other thing is this is what really bothers me when I have conversations with people. A lot of people are just a lot of people watch their football game. Sure. We have Sunday ticket. Yeah. We are watching all the games sure. for the sole purpose of we have to talk about all these games. A lot of people go, "Oh, the the Steelers won today." So that they won then they won. That's 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 the thing. It's like you can you can have a shitty coaching performance, a shitty quarterback performance. You can have a shitty day as a player. You can have one, and win the game. You can have an exceptional day at all those things and lose the game. A lot of things factor into this. So when you watch the fucking oh the uh the Steelers, uh, Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season. Okay. But he also how far removed are we from Mike Tomlin being a How many times have you watched him outcoach somebody in a game?
0: Well, and not only that, I'd agree with you. I, I probably a lot. Let's not forget Mike Tomlin came in as the defensive guy from way back when he came to the Steelers from the Minnesota Vikings. Guys, what's the problem with the Steelers right now? Joe's right. I watch all these games. He watches these games. I'm not just sitting there watching the teams I like. Their defense is awful. It's atrocious. As in, if the Steelers defense doesn't change, they're not going to win a playoff game if they get into the playoffs. No way in hell. Tomlin came in as the defensive guy. Offense they'll be fine because, like I just said, they have weapons. Where's that at?
1: Where's it at right now? And honestly, I'm not sure offense that they'll be fine. Like they they're hot and cold.
0: Yeah, that's true. They're very hot and cold, and they faced a, a one win Falcons team, who can't beat anybody right now. Yeah. So yeah, the league
1: right now it's very weird. It's a very weird league. We have two five and O teams. We have one four win team. The Bengals. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Wow, I didn't realize that. Nobody else has won four games.
0: So there's parity
1: within the league. I mean, the two and two. uh, When I looked at it today, prior to uh, midway through the day, before the late game started, your Seattle Seahawks would have been a playoff team at two and two. They would have been the second wildcard team. Now, I'm sure that changed today after they lost in the afternoon, but there was a point where they were just at two and two. Because they hadn't lost a third game yet. Did
0: you watch that game?
1: No. I watched I watched all the early games. Uh the late games I watched uh Philly Minnesota because LA is blacked out, San Diego Fucking Chargers are blacked out, and I mean, I wasn't watching Niners, Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. I'd rather watch two fucking homeless Venice trash. I, I want sex s- on the beach.
0: I want to say something about the uh, the Rams Seahawks game, but it was a great game. My my, you know, I tweeted out that gif. I was losing my mind because Russell Wilson had a great game. Who I love, of course. Did he? Yeah, yeah. threw three touchdowns. He uh what he throw, for
1: 300 yards?
0: Oh, uh, he didn't throw for that many yards though. He had uh th- th- that's what I want to bring up. I want to bring up the Rams defense. The Rams defense has a lot of holes. We we talk about just seeing the record. I watch all these games, man. I'm telling you. He only threw for 198 yards. They're running the ball. That's why yeah. they're in the game. And that's what I want to talk about. So Seattle has uh you know Carson rushes for 116 yards. So, Wilson doesn't have to do as much. Uh, the Rams' defense has a lot of holes in it. They really do. They're 5-0, but I'm going to put that little asterisk. But, they gave up a ton of rushing yards. Their defense was exposed in the secondary. I'm just saying, their defense has to change, in my opinion. For them to beat who? To win the Super Bowl. Well, oh, okay. Like, their offense is still... It's it like it was basically when I mean, it was a shootout. They won thirty three to thirty one. Right. It was just trading touchdowns. Yeah. But I'm just saying, for the Rams to win a Super Bowl and also come playoff time, I, I really think.
1: But again, there's two five 5-0 teams. There's one four win team. There's not a there. It's not like it's like holy shit. Come playoff time, it's gonna be Murderer's Row. The Rams are gonna have to go through the the who. The Bears. And the uh, Redskins? Yeah. And
0: uh, who? Well, you have a point. To get to the Super Bowl, right now, it looks like they could walk to the Super Bowl. But I got to give McVeigh credit. McVeigh, first of all, I think he is such a brilliant coach. I'm a huge fan of him. His fourth down call, not only the balls on him, but the, but the smarts on him. So the Rams are up, right? 33 31. And they have it on, I want to say, like Seattle's 45. It's fourth and one. They get Pete Carroll to use his last timeout with like a minute and like change left. So after the timeout, the Rams come out and go for it. Right. So basically, his thing was, if we get this game over, they just use their last timeout. Yeah. Now, obviously, if they don't get it, Seattle's not that far away from kicking a field goal to win. But I thought it was a smart move, and he basically saying it wasn't even a yard. Like He was like, if we can't get—to me, that's a great move, and he's a smart guy. It kind of comes back to some of these other games. If you can't get a foot, right, Prano, on fourth and a foot, he's basically saying, guys, we have a great offense. If we can't get a foot, we don't deserve to win this game. Right. And they did, and they won. And you saw it backfire on the other end, though. I mean, not to bring back to the Houston game, when you have an offense that's struggling, maybe you should kick the field goal. You're not the Rams offense. Right. Take the points before half.
1: But still, like, I I mean, I don't even think that's... The bad coaching when you can't get fourth and one isn't that you went for it. It's that you couldn't fucking dial up a play for fourth and one. Sure. Like, it's not that fucking hard. Yeah. I mean, the, the amount of... The amount of runs that I see on fourth and one that are either a quarterback sneak or a single back. Like, uh, are we done with the fullback? You have them on your rosters. If you're not going to use them for fourth and one out of the eye, what the fuck are they? Why are they on rosters?
0: What teams are using fullbacks these days? None Yeah,
1: are using them, but they all employ them for some reason.
0: I'm trying to think what game was I recently watching where they were using the fullback and it was it was working well um God I forget which team
1: I just don't understand like i, I to me that's why you have them there fine don't play them all that much but like have one and use it when it's appropriate yeah uh, even just like on first down every once in a while like throw the i form back there and fucking run the ball and the best thing about running out of the i form is you can do play action
0: out of it, sure. I
1: mean, fucking people were doing it for two decades.
0: Why are the kickers so bad?
1: I have no idea. I have literally no idea.
0: But it's not just, it's not just NFL college
1: kickers. That's to me, that's just that's just a numbers game. There is not two hundred good kickers in the world. There is just not. There is like twenty five. That at, any, at any given time, there's 25 guys who can kick a fucking field goal successfully 70% of the time. Like, the idea that, you know, what? let's pick a random team. Fucking Texas Tech is just going to fucking find a good kick. They're like, we don't know. Are there soccer players who understand how to kick oval things? Like, it's just—
0: Yeah, but I feel if you're a big college program, if you're the, the Bamas of the world— you can find a good kicker you're the best school but, but you can't
1: that's the thing it's like you're not using a, you're not recruiting it you're not but, but my question is why because we're like what do you do you're because because this is what I want to bring about the kicker you're going to use your scholarship on your your fucking kicker yeah I, I, and then if it
0: doesn't work here's what I'm going to say about kickers in general whether it's college or NFL it's like we always forget that there's three by we I mean just mean people in general you have offense, defense, and special teams. We always forget about the third one. Why does everyone always forget about special teams? We saw it today. How crucial well, the is NFL, the kicker? It's different.
1: You're you're you are paying. You are paying everybody to be there. If they weren't paying people in the NFL, if they were like, there's five guys you don't have to pay to be on the team, they'll just show up, just walk on professionals. Those would be the kickers. But in college, it's like... If you're, even if you're in Alabama, you're going to give a roster, you're going to give a scholarship to a kicker, and then he fucking doesn't know what the fuck he's doing and he's lost, and suddenly you have just like, you just have some dickhead on your your roster. My
0: argument is if you have a good kicker, so many games, right, Prano? How many games do we see this at any level? They come down to the kicking. It happens all the time. I
1: just think kickers, it's impossible to know. Whether a guy's going to be good or bad, it's literally impossible.
0: But aren't we basing that on the NFL- Dan
1: Bailey is like the most accurate kicker in the NFL, in NFL history until now. He, how many kicks did he miss today?
0: He, yeah, he didn't have a good day. So what are you? What, what what is the assessment then here of kickers in general?
1: Fuck them, they're idiots. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I, to me. The the kicking thing is like there's just not that many good ones.
0: Is it like you know how like you get variety packs from Costco? Yeah. Like you don't you don't know like let's say let's say I said reach your hand in a giant variety pack of Frito Lay's that has ten different types of Frito Lay brands, chips. That's what it is. Like you don't know what you're, you're gonna like, get. You're like,
1: oh I hope I get Doritos. You just keep pulling Fritos. You're just like Fritos, Fritos like fuck. I'm not making chili. the fuck do I need all these Fritos for? That's what's happening. Who eats fucking corn chips? Why do we even have corn chips? Kickers
0: are the variety pack.
1: Yeah. Kickers are the corn chips of the variety pack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just don't think there's that many good ones. I mean, look, we're, we're, we're talking about NFL teams now who, like, can't find kickers. There are NFL teams who are like, we don't know who our kicker is. The Chargers are just like, look, if you can kick, show up.
0: Maybe I didn't follow it closely enough, but that's my point is that I see it now more than ever. And I feel like we have this conversation every year now. Again, we saw it today. You see the Mason Crosby just complete meltdown. I mean, yeah, that's just a
1: meltdown, right?
0: And then you also see a guy drill not you know, got to bring up your game, a 63-yarder to win it. Tied for the longest ever game-winning field goal.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, he drilled it.
1: Yeah. Would have been good for 70. It would have been good from the spot eight yards back that they gave them a first down on.
0: Do you want to talk about your boys? Measuring. You want to talk about it,
1: Joe? I mean, that to me, and you could say I'm a bitter Giants fan, but one thing you don't see a whole lot of in the NFL, you don't tend to see a lot of guys where the sentiment coming out of the entire locker room is that the game was stolen from us. But guys just straight up said that. Guys in the Giants locker room are like, it's one thing to lose. It's another thing to come back and then have the game stolen from you. The The unnecessary roughness, did you see the play on, I mean, that was one of the most ridiculous... How do you even get a helmet-to-helmet unnecessary roughness penalty when you don't know that you're tackling somebody? Like, there has to be some intent right like are you a murderer if you are driving down the 405 and five days later somebody goes uh, there was a child on the 405 and you ran it over it's like what how i didn't what are you talking about he dove to defend a play he dove away from the line of scrimmage And he hit a guy, three guys going, Cam Newton threw it in the middle of three people. Next play. First of all, that was third and 11. They give him the first down. Next play, touchdown. That was the entire game. I mean, like, if we're going to review shit, let's fucking review shit. And if we're not, then let's fucking not. I'm sick of the, this is the call on the field should stand. I'm sick of, this can't be reviewed, but this can. How about, and by the way, I watched a lot of college football yesterday. This targeting. The the guys, guy's being thrown out for the same kind of shit. Oh, I called a fucking penalty on the field, and then I looked at it. Turns out I'm a total dickhead, but can't say that. So now I have to eject this dude from the game? Like that play was fucking everything.
0: Well, Mike Tomlin did make a good point. I don't know if you saw his post-game press conference. He said the NFL needs to get this in order because games are being lost and people are losing their jobs because of the play, the the officiating.
1: Yeah, it's absurd. I mean... I just I, I, and again, then, and then forget. Here's the, here's my thing. To me, that play in the Giants game was the entire game. Now the Giants come back and they go fucking ahead, and there's a whole four, and Gano you know, kicks it. the The absurdity of the Christian McCaffrey getting a first down, even though literally. I mean, how often do you see it? Oh, I know the yellow line is not official. I know the yellow line isn't official. We've heard it a million times, but how many times ever have you seen it where a first down has been actually made, but the TV line and the and the entire production crew is so sure that a first down wasn't get made that. The next play happens, and the line's still in the same position, and now it says fourth down. This isn't a stop it, let's review. When Cam Newton spiked the ball on the next play on Fox, the yellow line's still up, and now it says fourth down. There must have been people in bars across the country going, why is he spiking it on fourth down? Now, I'm not saying he McCaffrey did or didn't get it. I don't think he got it, but here's the thing. That's not close enough to review it. You've tricked a Fox production team that you that you never trick ever. 1,000 first downs every weekend. They get it right every time. They got it wrong and it's so not close. it's definitely a first down. My girlfriend was watching the game on the uh, the unnecessary roughness, b- targeting a defenseless receiver going backwards when Landon Collins isn't looking at him. The guys they're discussing discussing it, and the guy she, my girlfriend, by the way, a, a family of three girls, no boys in their family, no football, whatever. She goes. That she points to the referee, she goes, "That guy has never played football in his entire life," and I was like, "Yeah, you're absolutely right." Can we? Can, can there be a rule? You have to have stepped foot on a football field in a uniform to be a fucking referee.
0: Well, this is my this is my take on the refs, and it might come across like like a crazy, stupid take. But before I say it. Uh, I tweeted out the video of the Seahawks game of the helmet to helmet. Did you what, did you see that? Yeah. This is where I'm confused. They didn't even call that. Now I get that the res- the receiver that uh, what's his name? God damn it, Brandon. Uh, what's his name for the for the Rams? Uh, Cook. Brandon Cook. I, I I get that he lowered his head.
1: And that's supposed to be a penalty.
0: But it was still, I mean it was a vicious. He left with a concussion. Right. Uh, and, and you know fucking Cooper left with a concussion. Or Jordan Kupp left with a concussion too. So my my point is it's still helmet to helmet and there was no call. And both both uh, the announcers, the play-by-play and uh Ronde Barber was calling the game as the color analyst were like, "Dude, what what? This is this is helmet to helmet." This is my take and i don't know how this would work we can do anything basically with technology at this point right we have driverless cars we have all these amazing they just things just ra-
1: launched rockets that that was yeah.
0: what i was going to say they you know elon musk just launched rockets that landed again in the la area why do we need can we not have this all done technologically like can there be a field can they not insert stuff on the field where they know where the ball lies for first down or for a touchdown or for whatever? I'm being dead fucking serious. I mean, we had this discussion about baseball with balls and strikes. Do we really need but here's the thing, human beings? We have it. Because we use it. But I'm saying we
1: have it in the game. There is a robot in on one side of the field, there's a first down marker. And on the other side of the field, There's a first down marker. And those first down markers are linked with a fucking digital line. It's a digital level that says this is the line. And then a human being who's never played the game of football ever comes in and goes, that's a first down. Really? We all just watched it. It's not. It's not a first down. So why are you fucking – like? that's the thing that I just don't understand. My biggest problem with it is – no one's perfect. You're going to get it wrong. My problem with these guys is they refuse to admit when they got it wrong. The same thing happened in the baseball game the other day. There, the guy was fucking safe as shit at second base. The, in the Rockies-Cubs game, went into fucking second base, was fucking safe. We reviewed it. We watched 40 angles of it. He fucking beat it. No. Call on the field said this. Who gives a shit how you fucked it up the first time? Why is that a factor? You fucked it up? So when in doubt, we stick with your fuck up? It's stupid. That game, that Giants game, back and forth the whole fucking time. We finally get a fucking good off and that's how it ends. We get a 63-yarder from Gano. Oh, not to mention on the play before. Standing in the pocket alone. In the pocket alone, Cam Newton throws the ball 40 yards out of bounds. That is called intentional grounding. Now, was Gano's kick gonna be good from 73? Maybe. But we should have found out because he intentionally grounded.
0: All right, well look, we can't we can't go on the Giants game the whole time. But before we move on to some other teams. Obviously Odell everybody's talking about his interview why is little Wayne in the interview by the way
1: I don't know but this is exactly what I was talking about a, a couple weeks ago Odell Beckham's he's not helping his cause though but uh, this is exactly what I said so in the last couple of days we have we have to have more heart and I don't know if it Eli if it's Eli Manning's fault that the offense is struggling And it's like he went into the locker room and slit throats of teammates. Antonio Brown said, fucking trade me. He said, fucking trade me and see what happens. We talked about it for three seconds.
0: Yeah, but hold on a second.
1: He said, fucking trade me, see what happens.
0: I'm not, I didn't defend Antonio Brown. What I'm saying about this is now, you're not helping. Agree yes or no. He's not helping his cause by saying that stuff. To uh,
1: Well, they scored 30 points for the first time in forever. He threw a touchdown. He caught a touchdown. Yeah, he had a great game. They targeted him 14 times. He had 130 yards. He he caught a touchdown finally.
0: But this this is where I'm at with Odell, just in general. They have to—I know it's a team sport. It's not an individual sport. But at the end of the day— the Giants got to start winning some fucking games with him. I mean, they're— But he's a wide receiver. I get that. But it's also his fifth year. I mean, you talk about how—
1: I'm just saying we do this a lot. I don't know if it's the New York media, if it's the hair, if it's whatever. But, like, Eli Manning gets the same thing. But let, let me— let me. As, it's like, where was the Megatrons not winning games?
0: Well obviously it's in New York media, but but let me this is this is the this is the analogy I would use. Not analogy but from experience. As someone who fell in love with Ocho Cinco as a former Bengals fan, I loved him. Obviously, he brought a shit ton of attention to himself. I loved Ocho Cinco. But when I look back on it, he had some phenomenal years. It's like, dude, you never want a playoff game with the with the best. But he's
1: a wide receiver.
0: But That's, that's my not point. on him. But that's my point. So is Odell Beckham. I'm just saying, you know, he's now in his fifth year. Like, you say it's not on him, but you you revere him the way I used to revere Chad Johnson. That's all I'm saying as far as how good I thought he was.
1: When you're a receiver, the, like, it, when you're a receiver, when you're a running back, when you're a fucking – even a defensive – basically, you can't really put wins – on any single player except for a quarterback, and then even then it's only so much. You can only put a wins on them so much. You can only say, hey, you were this good, but you let us down because look at what you did here. If Odell Beckham now, Odell Beckham had a fucking punt go off his foot today for a touchdown or he was trying to block a guy, but like, am I looking at that going like, oh, he was dancing and then, no, like he tried to block a dude and it went off his foot. Like that's a that's actually literally a bad bounce. He's a wide receiver. Sure. Like everybody loves Todd Gurley now. No one was going, Oh, Todd Gurley only won fucking four games a couple years ago. It's like he's a running back. Where's it where's the Barry Sanders only won this many games? Question mark. Where's the Randy Moss was never on a fucking championship team? It's like Well, I think people talk about those things. Do they? Yeah, is anybody is anybody questioning Barry Sanders' greatness because of the lack of quality in the Detroit Lions teams? I'm certainly not.
0: No, I, I don't think we are. Or Megatron. I, well, obviously, all those guys made their teams better. I, I just, you know, at this point, on a, on a, not just him, on a lot of these guys you just don't want to bring that sort of attention whether it's him or Antonio Brown or whoever you, you just don't want to you don't want to bring unnecessary attention to your team and i think good coaches but the the, the that's something that's going to come again uh, okay he, as a giants guy right which, uh, obviously plaxico burst we have, we have those whole things
1: but, but like, plaxico burst was mediocre plaxico burst was a three catch a game guy maybe one of them's a fade for a touchdown in the end zone plaxico burst to honestly, to compare Plaxico Burris and Odell Beckham Jr. is offensive to Odell Beckham Jr.
0: I was comparing off the field, like, like as but, far as but I know, attention. but
1: you're but, but it's not that you're not. It doesn't matter if you're a mediocre wide receiver; you're not allowed to shoot yourself in the club. If you're a historically good wide receiver, then you can have a fucking interview. Like, not only was Plaxico Burris bringing way worse, way more ridiculous negative media attention, he also wasn't as good of a player.
0: I'm just saying, I think I think most teams at this state, and I know it's not as easy as it used to be because social media didn't exist until recent years. The teams that kind of mostly keep it in check win games as teams. That's all I'm saying. Like, you, we talked about the Rams. I mean... Aaron Hernandez murdered somebody.
1: Yeah. R- Rob Gronkowski... Is a negative attention fucking bonanza. Tom Brady is destroying his cell phone while getting members of mm. his fucking staff. Fu- what? Wait, what?
0: But they're still winning games. That's my point. Exactly. So that's all that matters. That that's that's my point all along. That's always my but point. You're, about but but again, you're you're confusing two things.
1: What Gronk does on the field and what what Gronk does off the field are two things. Like. The Patriots win games. Sure, Aaron Hernandez was a murderer. <laughs> like, so he's now that's now his negative attention that he gets off the field is less because Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time.
0: Well, he, none of that was first of all the Aaron Hernandez thing. I think is is an absurd comparison because all those things happened that was never out in the media. The minute he got arrested, I mean the
1: Tom Brady stuff's out in the media.
0: The, yeah, but I but I also think. Again, they're winning. Get like, like what? The, what Tom Brady well, they, stuff? Like, well, like give me how about last right year
1: when they lost in the Super Bowl after a three-week run-up of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady? Don't talk. Bill Belichick was forced to trade Garoppolo. He's stopping Tom Brady's trainer from being on the fucking sideline. Tom Brady's not talking to Bill Belichick because he loves his trainer and he wants him for massages and like. But
0: they've also won five Super Bowls together. Right. And,
1: and Exactly.
0: That's all I'm trying to say. So you're saying Exactly I'm what saying, I'm saying I'm, which, no what I'm saying is do what I've this has always been my motto. Do what you want off the field. I don't give a perform fuck. Perform on the field. Yes. That's all Odell I'm saying. Odell
1: Beckham is performing at a historic rate at the wide receiver position.
0: That's all I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. But it's not gonna matter Dude, at the end of the day, you know this. Odell Beckham could he could break Calvin Johnson's record. It's not going to matter for you as a Giants fan if you guys go 5 and fucking 11.
1: Sure it is, because we're set at wide receiver.
0: Now, we But need to you f- yourself say it's all about winning a Super Bowl. Of course it is.
1: Odell Beckham is not stopping us from winning a Super Bowl. He's helping us win Super Bowls. But, you,
0: but you're but you not going to be happy. That's what I'm saying. If, if, if you guys go 5 and 11. 11- 100%,
1: but you're doing what everybody also is doing wrong. You're focusing your attention on the wrong place.
0: I'm not pinning this on Odell.
1: No, but everybody's talking I'm- about Odell. When th- what they should be talking about is all the reasons that the Giants are one and four. It's not Odell Beckham. Oh, Od- Again, how good does somebody have to play for then? Like, look at Pac Man Jones. Look at, like, we can go through a million guys who have the off field stuff, Terrell Owens, Randy Moss. Like, how good but, does a guy have to play?
0: But you named all guys who've never won Super Bowls, and I think that's a reason.
1: I mean, you I'm, could,
0: uh, But I'm serious. I, I mean, you named even— Obviously, Randy Moss played on that amazing undefeated Patriots team. I'm just saying, none of those guys won Super Bowls. Like, again, I'm not saying you can't have so off field Randy Moss shit.
1: did the pom-poms, but he didn't win a Super Bowl.
0: So I'm not blaming him on. on that.
1: But that's my point. Less than like having Emmett, Aikman, Defense, Jimmy Jones, Michael Irvins fucking out all night doing cocaine. Sure. So he's a Super Bowl receiver. It's like it's nonsense. It, it's it's nonsense.
0: I just think good good coaches, for the most part, I'm generalizing. And I'm not even saying oh, no, keep players that are, uh, th- th- there's a reason the Cincinnati Bengals who take chances on Pac-Man and Vontez Perfect and Joe Mixon, guys that have fucking talent.
1: There's, Randy there's, Moss, Chad Ochocinco, Josh Gordon, Aaron Hernandez, Gronk. These guys have all played for the Patriots. Uh, and, Corey Dillon. And how, many, how many guys has Bill Belichick given to me?
0: Exactly. But you know Why? Because he's... He gets them to fit his system. No. He He does. He does, though.
1: Randy Moss was... Randy Moss on the fucking Patriots.
0: Corey Dillon was good for the Bengals. He, you know... They didn't didn't do it. But my point is, none of those off-the-field things or even on-the-field What Bill Belichick
1: does is Bill Belichick goes, you think this guy who's great at wide receiver is the reason that your shit franchise isn't winning? I'll take him. Yes. Give him to me. Thank you.
0: Yeah, but what Bill Belichick does, which i that's why I love him, he takes these guys, yes, that have problems, right, whether it's on or off the field with other teams, and they don't have those problems with him. And if they do or (laughs) if those problems get in the way of winning, he fucking cuts them. But,
1: like, you you look at a guy like Gronk. Parties, misses games all the time because he's hurt. Like, you would think Bill Belichick would go, hey, man. Maybe stop chugging beers and going to fucking MTV Spring Break well, and play maybe, a sixteen game season. Maybe that's why season.
0: he was trying to trade him.
1: Maybe, but, but, but he
0: ultimately po- doesn't have that call.
1: Yeah, my point is, is like you can't judge how great a player is on their by their team's success. It's nonsense. Yes I and, was just having the yes ar- and
0: no though because we both do it. Yes and no, we both do it. You judge Eli Manning.
1: A quarterback is a hundred percent different
0: by his two Super Bowls.
1: No. No, I don't. I judge Eli Manning by the entirety of his NFL resume, which has him top seven in everything. Oh, and he won two Super Bowls.
0: No, because, because the, most people would look at the, the Super Bowl rings, we both agree, are very important for a quarterback, right? You wouldn't say the word's very important.
1: Yeah, very important. But again, Aaron Rodgers should have 10 of them. He's the best quarterback. But he's hampered with a fucking tit with a nipple for a
0: coach. So we agree you're going to look at everybody individually. Yes. Okay.
1: And I don't think Megatron is—I think he's one of the best, if not a top three best receiver of all time. The fact that Detroit never won a single playoff game with him doesn't matter. I believe Barry Sanders is the single best running back of all time. Any moment that you call up Jimmy Johnson and you go, Barry Sanders, Raymond Smith, he'd be like, yes, right now. Uh, uh, can, do you want me to suck your dick when you drop him off? <laughs> you call Bill Belichick right now and be like, Beckham for Hogan. he had been like, cool. Also, take the five ball boys that Tom Brady is going to have murdered for cheating for him. I'll take him in one fucking second.
0: But my argument again with Bill Belichick, if that does happen, Odell's not gonna be doing the interview he does today with Lil Wayne. I just don't. I, I I maybe I'm too much of a Bill Belichick fan. I just don't think that happens.
1: Okay. That that may that may or may not be true. But he did that and then had his best game of the season.
0: Okay. Fair enough.
1: And they, Pat Shermer had to answer a question at halftime. Are you guys giving him the ball more on purpose? He's like, no, we're just it's like, yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. Because he fucking called you out. He said, we're not fucking throwing the ball enough downfield. And guess what the Giants did today? They threw the ball downfield. Guess what? Odell Beckham's right. He was right the whole fucking time. And he's also
0: really, really good. But let me ask you this, and then we'll move on.
1: When Odell Beckham gets a DUI... When Odell Beckham fucking beats up his girlfriend, when Odell Beckham gets arrested. I'm not
0: saying he's a bad guy. No,
1: I'm not either. I'm not saying he's a fucking good guy. I don't care either way. But when he does, I'll talk about his negative, when he shoots himself in the leg, I'll talk about his negative effect on the team. The like fiery thing on the, when he, when he's in a screaming match with Eli Manning on the sideline.
0: I put a lot of the, the Giants at the end of the day, regardless, are one and four.
1: I mean, they were robbed today, straight up, okay, but fine. Well, sure.
0: in the standings that I see, they're one and four. And my point is this. They have way too much talent. I think we would both agree on this, es- especially offensively, to be one and four. And I put that on coaching. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And I have watched them a lot.
1: Yeah. First year coaching,
0: right? And I get it. First year but coaching. But what they but- did today offensively... Should be happening a lot. That's all but I'm this, is,
1: but it's the same thing. The Giants, and like I don't know what it is about the Giants. Like, and I'd love an answer from non Giants Like, what is it? Why do like to me everything about the New York Giants is like what's not likable about the New York Giants? What's not likable about Eli Manning? What's not likable? Like what? Like we've the New York Giants have become a little bit like a team people root against. This and and also by the way the whole this whole like Eli Manning is washed and this is the whole thing like that that's something that now just lives on twitter i mean rich eisen tweeted it today and then of course backtracked cuz he's a fucking pussy but he tweeted it and then was like oh and now here he comes with a game fucking leading touchdown i guess i was wrong the whole time it's like what is it about that that people are like out. I mean, I got into a fucking argument with the fucking Sam the hooligan ball because he's like, Eli Manning is dog shit and he's a fucking Panthers fan. Here's the fact In the washed last three seasons, Eli Manning is the last washed out three seasons. Eli Manning's outplayed Cam Newton since his MVP season. Straight up in statistics, better than fucking Cam Newton. Better today. Better last year, better the year before. Is are, should the are the Carolina Panthers? Are they stupid for not trading up to get Darnold last year? Did they fucking hamper their franchise for the next decade not replacing the quarterback who has never been a good passer and who's aging out of being a tailback? Serious question: Are they? Because apparently he's washed.
0: But, again, people are going to look, whether it's right or wrong, people are going to take those last three seasons and say, okay, how many playoff games have the Giants played? How many have the, the Panthers played? And I get it. Again, I get that right. team sport.
1: Yeah. Whenever you do that, and I'm going to look into the camera for people who will be watching on YouTube. Whenever you do that, ask yourself, one, is Aaron Rodgers the best quarterback in the football in in the NFL? The answer by the way is yes and if you don't think so, you're stupid. Two, how's he doing playoff wise lately? How's his Super Bowls? It's not about one fucking dude. He's the best. He's the best. This is the LeBron James argument. Cool. You made eight straight finals. How many of you win, bro? Three and six. Choker. Little bitch. It's like, that's not how this works, guys. It's not how it fucking works. Well, the Giants offense, the Giants offense is 11 dudes. And by the way. Uh, we're talking still about this Giants game, but we're also not talking about this no, Giants game. No, I agree.
0: Game. We're talking in general. Yeah. In g- generalizations about... Like, this
1: isn't how it fucking works.
0: About quarterbacks.
1: And just sports. Like, it's hard to fucking... It's hard to watch people talk about this and, 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 like, just be so fucking
0: stupid. Well, look, I think we agree on a lot of things. We might disagree on some things, but I think we agree that it is a team game, and... Uh, you are right, people. Guys, when you're watching these players, I think you do have to look at so many different factors when you're watching these games. And I, and I always, this is what I always ask myself for a quarterback: Is he making my team better? For example, Jags Chiefs, which I watched. Clearly, Patrick Mahomes is making his team better. Blake Bortles is not making his team better. I, he never has. I'm sorry. I stand by that. I know people will defend Blake Bortles. He's not making his team better.
1: Blake Bortles is in is Blake Bortles is in the midst of the Russell Wilson when he went to the Super Bowl. The Cam Newton when he went to the went to the Super Bowl. You have the best defense. Don't fuck it up. That's your job. Not to fuck it up. What did he do today? He fucked it up.
0: Four interceptions.
1: Four? He didn't throw four interceptions today.
0: Yeah, he did. He did for 430 yards, but it doesn't matter when you score 14 points and lose by two touchdowns. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. We're, we're are we all buying in on this? I already I bought in. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I already bought in. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this much though. I have to say it. They're still not my favorite in the AFC. I I after seeing them play two good games, God damn it! I am I think I'm back on the Pat's train. I think I am. I just think playoffs are so different. We've talked about this. I'll be curious next week. They they play in Arrowhead. But again, I'm talking playoffs. Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick. I yeah. don't I don't care if it's in... It doesn't even matter if it's in Arrowhead. I just...
1: Andy Reid versus Bill Belichick, no doubt about it. A mismatch. 100%. I just think the way their rosters are right now, there's a decided talent advantage for the Chiefs.
0: I agree. Talent advantage, no no disagreement there.
1: But decide, not like this is quarterbacks, coaching, defense, running game, offense, like in some order. They're like like those are the factors. But to me, it's like I think the Chiefs almost need next week they have the Patriots at home. Yeah. Great. So let's
0: find out. Sunday night.
1: That'd be awesome. I think they need to lose a game though. I, I think agree. the Chiefs need to lose a game. The Chiefs and the Rams. But also like let's be fair. After two games, the Patriots have beaten the Dolphins and the Colts. That's your two good games.
0: True, at home. But I think we all saw it. Josh Gordon's back, baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? We said it. We both sent tweets simultaneously.
0: Just to troll you, Tiger Woods, slurper. But I
1: saw I saw a couple of people like, wow. Like, I think it might have even been Boonstra who was like, well, this is a reach. I mean, th- there's never been a more perfect example.
0: I think it's a great analogy.
1: Best receiver in 2013? Catches a... Catches a single touchdown? He's... Now the best receiver in football again.
0: He's back, baby. I was going to say, I, I did love watching the Chiefs offense, just like the Rams. When those offenses get the ball, whether it's a long drive or just get into their playmakers, I, I did look up a stack because we talked about it. I had to.
1: I think Mahomes, though, like from a talent level, I think Mahomes is it's significantly, way better, than significantly better than Goff.
0: Yeah, I agree. Significantly better than Goff. It's not even close. All right, Prano. I'm, I'm going to, even though you technically owe me all you can eat sushi, don't think I forgot. I'll, I'll take you out if you can guess two of these five. I looked this up. We discussed, I said, has, has, has the team ever had three receivers catch for 1,000 yards? It's happened five times okay. in NFL history. If you can name two of the five times in the receivers, well, dinner, I said, I dinner said, on me.
1: I said, the Rams. Like uh turf, no? No. Okay. Um there's no five if, times. There's
0: no way you get two of these five. There's no way.
1: A colt, a Peyton Manning and Colts team.
0: Okay. There you go.
1: But I don't know. I mean, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne.
0: Who's the third? Two thousand four. Marvin Harrison.
1: That's not like fucking Dallas Clark. Like Reggie uh, Wayne. Stokely. There it is. Is that one of them? I'll
0: give you one, yeah. 2004, Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, Brandon Stokely all caught for 1,000 yards.
1: I don't even know. Hold on. I'm just trying to think of...
0: Some of these on here are going to... You, dude, your head's going to explode.
1: I'm trying to think of a tight end. There has to be one that's a tight end, right? Like, only one. Um, And it was 1980. There's no way you get that one. You want me to give it to you? I mean, is that like fucking Kellen Winslow?
0: Yeah. 1980, the Chargers... Fouts. Yeah. Kellen Winslow, John Jefferson, Charlie Joyner. I was never going to get that. What about um, 1989? Can you get this one? I mean,
1: is it the Niners?
0: No. No, I have no idea. The Washington Redskins. Art oh, Art, Art Monk.
1: Monk Reggie, uh, Art Monk, Sanders. There you and, go. And uh, the fucking other dude. Uh, uh, what's the fucking other dude's name? Oh, God. Uh, I forget his name. And Gary Clark. Gary Clark.
0: Three of them in 1989.
1: That's a good one. Oh, this should have been able to get that. This
0: 95 one, I never would have gotten. Mm, 95? 95. NFC team. I never would have got this. No idea. The I believe did they play the Super Bowl this year? I, I believe this is the year they lost to the Broncos. The Atlanta Falcons. Listen to this threesome. Eric Metcalf, Terrence Mathis, and Bert Emanuel. Wow.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: Wild, right? And the most recent one I wouldn't have
1: gotten. Hold Do- on. Hold on. Give me one more shot then. Okay. So it doesn't have a tight
0: end. Does not have a tight end. The most Th- recent one. Three wide receivers. It happened 10 years ago.
1: I mean, the Bengals? No, but y- y- you're. The Falcons? No. No. I have no idea.
0: The Super Bowl Arizona Cardinals,
1: FitzGerald Bolden, and who's their third guy?
0: Steve Breston. Oh, 2008.
1: Wow. Michigan's own.
0: Yeah. That was the last time it happened. It's crazy,
1: right? That's amazing that Peyton Manning's Colts team in there, but not Peyton Manning, not that first couple years of the Broncos. But yeah,
0: that's absurd. I think it's like a, it's a very interesting stat. Uh, yeah, wild though. I, I think the Rams can do it. We'll see. They had a couple injuries today. Um, before we move on, Prano, I want to announce to everybody that I was looking for tickets on SeatGeek for the Insane Clown Posse concert. Oh boy, where is it? It's in Anaheim.
1: Did, wasn't there just like a insane clown pot? Weren't they just in the news or something? I didn't see. I just saw. I saw somebody put up a clip of them with limp biscuit or something.
0: Who's going to this with me? Because we need somebody to film it.
1: I thought Goldberg was going and and was also fucking dressing up.
0: Well, he can't film it.
1: No, I know that. Unless we put a GoPro on his head. Uh.
0: Okay, this is the headline. Insane Clown Posse member tries to dropkick Fred Durst on stage.
1: <laughs> that when's that from?
0: 12 hours ago. That's amazing. TMZ.
1: Where did that happen? Bro, you got to get to the show stat. When's the show?
0: It's Wednesday. Do you have your phone on you, right? Yeah. What's uh what's a couple Wednesdays from now? So 2 weeks from Wednesday.
1: When's uh it? I think it's like the 24th.
0: 24th. Yeah. In Saint Cloud's posse, Shaggy Two Dope attempted to do something crazy this weekend—a running drop kick, which totally crashed and burned. Fred was performing with his own band, Limp Biscuit, at the 2018 Allegiance Festival in Camden, New Jersey, when Shaggy tried rushing him on stage with a WWE wrestling move that completely backfired.
1: Can't wait for you to go to this. It's in Irvine. The show?
0: It's in Anaheim. Anaheim. Who wants to go with me, guys? I was looking on. I'll, I'll buy your ticket again. I was looking on SeatGeek. Sold tickets for like seventy bucks in Anaheim. That's a lot about SeatGeek. You can literally go
1: seventy dollars for fucking yeah. That's ridiculous.
0: But the best part is if I go on SeatGeek, right, and get the twenty dollars. you
1: You also have to get somebody to paint your face. Yeah. Well, I got the mayor's. You're sp- spend that money on most uh,
0: likely the mayor's girlfriend. You know she she works in, in movies and in film. That's what she does. Makeup. She's not she's not like a makeup artist. She's more. She's
1: like she does craft services, but she's gonna paint my face. No, she, she's
0: got a cool job. It's so like, if you see movies that use costumes and like, she's a person who like, let's say a horror film would have to have some elaborate. So it's like part makeup, but it's also costume design. That's what she does for a living. So she's like, I can totally make you out to be uh, a, a uh, what clown. They, a, yeah, what are they called though? Juggler. So, yeah. So, Dirt Balls, if you want to join me in Anaheim, you should hop on SeatGeek because, like I said, all Dirt Balls get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. I saw diehard Dirtball Ball, Blobaha, went today to the, the Rockies game.
1: Rep Rockies. Yeah.
0: Use promo code DIRTY. Guys, that's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek Life's an event. We have the tickets. All right, are we going to get through some of these games?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's rip through. We're an
0: hour in. Holy shit. Uh, Broncos, Jets. uh, Vance Joseph sucks. Talk about bad coaches. You you just can't get destroyed by Sam Darnold. You just can't. End end of story. Um, Bengals come back after being down 17-0. Yeah, I
1: saw that. Saw the Dolphins
0: came out. Tannehill. Two awful turnovers. Three awful turnovers in the second half. Speaking of Spider Spider Man meme, Tannehill and fucking Dalton to me are very similar. Um
1: the Bengals are the only four and one team. I don't think the Bengals are good.
0: So here's the deal. Am I like, what am I missing? The Bengals, this is what the Bengals will do. This is the Andy Ruther prediction. They will win 10 games at least. They're four and one? Yeah. They will make the playoffs. And they will not, I repeat, will not win a playoff game. They will never win a playoff game with Marvin Lewis. In fact, our friend Justin Wood texted me. He had a few drinks in him Saturday night, and said, "Can I come on Dirty Sports if if the Bengals? Can I come on Dirty Sports and you can to beg you to join the Bengals again?" I said, "No." I said, Justin. Maybe if they win a playoff game, but they won't. I said, let's make a bet, dude. I like you. You're a good guy. And he wouldn't do it. I go, let's make a bet. They will not win a playoff game. And he goes, you need to come. Apparently, all the Bengals fans go to Barney's. Classic. In Santa Monica. And he goes, come down and talk shit to Bengals fans. I was like, no. Because they're like you. He, he used the line that me and my brother Greg love. He used this line. If We haven't heard this so many years now. This is our year.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't see it.
0: I don't care if they're hosting a home playoff game. They will not win. They will not win. No way.
1: They got some big help from the Browns today, though, in a fucking shit fest.
0: They did. They got a lot of help from the Browns. The Browns have two wins now. Prano. you getting a little worried they- about what? Them they're, they're winning f- six games. Here's the deal, dude. Baker Mayfield, I think I think he is going to be good. Like, I think I'm going to be wrong on this one. He looks good. They play well. He keeps plays alive. The only the only concern for me is possibly an injury because, you know, he does take some hits. But he keeps them in games, man.
1: I mean, this game went to overtime at 9-9 today.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty...
1: He, 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 he didn't exactly fucking... I mean, he's Light not, it up.
0: Yeah, I mean, three for 300 yards. He's not lighting it up, though. I, I know what you're saying. They might win six or seven games, though, man.
1: I still don't see it. The You know why I don't see it? Here's why. Hugh Jackson? Yes, but specifically what you made me watch. You made me watch the celebration <laughs> in the locker room. He, to me... You're gonna love this. You know who Hugh Jackson is? Who? Hugh Jackson is the Jameis Winston of coaches. Nobody Nobody in that locker room is inspired by Hugh Jackson going, We did it. Guys, we did something we ain't we didn't won it. We haven't done it in so long. We won it we won a division game. Woo! You won a single I mean the stat that this was the first Sunday game, yeah. Sunday game that they've won in over a 1,000 days. <laughs> you know when football's played? <laughs> on fucking Sundays. <laughs> it's like saying the first time you went to church on a Sunday in a 1,000 days. That's when you go. That's when the game is played. They've won like a Wednesday game more recently than they won a fucking Sunday game. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Th- everything about them winning Two games and thinking they've won the Super Bowl but is they're why.
0: A, but they're in a weak division this year. Steelers are eh. Ravens are eh. Bengals are, we're saying eh. What
1: are, the, what are the Ravens now? Three and two?
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: the the Bengals are four and one. Those are two. that. So basically, those are both playoff teams right now. They're going to be what? You think they're going to finish with a better record than the Steelers? No, I didn't say that. Are the Browns going to finish last in the division? I think so. So now, what's the question? Is last in an NFL division winning six games? When's the, when, how often does that happen?
0: Well, they have four more games against their division. I'm saying they could split those. That gives them I've four I've said wins.
1: before. I think the Browns are, are have tons of talent. That's what happens when you draft in the first round every when the top five every year. You stockpile talent. Yeah. Hugh Jackson celebrating a single win like it was the fucking Super Bowl. It's like when teams uh pop champagne when they win the wild card game.
0: It was pretty bad. You can go to I think it's I was watching it on my, my favorite show, uh, Game Day Prime. They showed the clip. I believe you can fall you can find it in the Browns team website if you want to see. It's pretty embarrassing. He goes, You know what, Else? Who do the Browns play next week? Let's see. Who are the old Brownies playing next week? So what do we, we got them at two, two, and one? Two, two, and one. Next week, the Cleveland Browns. Ooh. They come. No, that's actually a home game. They play the LA Chargers.
1: They're gonna lose. So here we go. We got two. G- give me their schedule. I got t- I got two on the board.
0: LA Chargers.
1: I'm not giving one. Are you?
0: No. At Tampa Bay, depending on who's starting, they could win that.
1: Are, I'm, I'm asking you, are you: giving them a win or no? I'm gonna do. We'll do Andy Ruther. You're more positive about them than I am.
0: I'll give them a win at okay, Tampa. Okay, that's Bay. three. At Pittsburgh, no. Kansas City at home, no. Atlanta at home, it'll be a shootout. So I'm gonna say no. At Cincinnati, no. At Houston, I'm gonna say yeah. Carolina at home. I'm going to say yeah. At Denver, no. Cincinnati at home, I'm going to say yeah. At Baltimore, no. Okay. That's
1: six if they win every game you gave them.
0: Well, the over-under was Vegas was five and a half. Yeah. So very close. I guess you do have a point by saying, look, Baker Mayfield's playing well. They scored nine points heading into overtime.
1: I mean, if the Giants scored nine points today and fucking won in a 12-9 game in overtime, they'd have been talking about the how long it's been since they scored X amount of points.
0: and But, but I think the bar, again, it was just so— the Right, bar, The exactly. bar has been set so right. low.
1: That's a, that's precisely what I'm saying. Everybody, Relax.
0: So I also was watching the Chargers-Raiders game.
1: I saw on the rundown, This is I wanted to ask you about this. I didn't watch any of that game because it was blacked out.
0: For you. Yeah.
1: yeah. I was at Ali's place. She doesn't have an antenna set up yet, so we can't get the local shit. Um, you put on Derek Carr sucks now.
0: He's not good, man.
1: But I but I looked up the game then, and I'm like, what What did I miss from, like...
0: Dude, I put out that tweet. That interception he threw, he's doing a lot of those. He doesn't suck. That was me exaggerating. I will not say he sucks. But, like, that interception... But,
1: but he, like, statistically, his game was like,
0: meh. Yeah. Wasn't bad. First of all, what are we doing again when we have Marshawn Lynch? First and goal in the one, and we're... Overthrowing throwing the ball? I t- dude, who Gruden is a disaster. Who
1: wants to be on the Raiders train more than me? I love Derek Carr. I love the Raiders. He's not I'm off the
0: train. He's not looking good though. And I do put a lot of that on Gruden for the record. They got their ass kicked today. I mean, 26-10 actually makes it look closer. They got dominated the whole fucking game in a stadium that was, I put out, I I tweeted that out. The opening thing, they go to the sideline reporter and she goes, the Chargers practiced all week with crowd noise for a home game. And then the the cameras cut too. I don't know. I know I keep saying this every week. It is wild. Our, Our boy San Diego sign guy texted me. He's like, I got the final troll job. He's like, can you tweet this? So he texted me personally, and he did that that troll job saying Dean Spanos is the Mark Davis haircut of I NFL was just owners. telling this
1: story the other day, and I think this is I, – I honestly don't know how else they're going to do it. But when I worked at CBS, when I first started working at CBS and I was working as a page, my first job was in audience uh, control, basically. When we would do live shows, you came to see – the Tyra Bank show, sure. or the Yanla Le Van Zant show, I know. Or whatever
0: you had to recruit people to get them.
1: We 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 brought people from fucking methadone clinics in.
0: That's like, what they're going to have to do.
1: It's they're going to have they're going to have crackheads and methadone fucking patients. It in the new stadium. <laughs> this stadium holds twenty something thousand people. Let's say double the people that are Raiders fans go to a raid like you're still going to have a half empty stadium. Chargers fans don't exist. That's why I said today on Twitter, make them the Dodge Chargers.
0: I like that. You want to move them to
1: Kansas? Dodge City, Kansas. Because then they'll be the Dodge Chargers. But also, that's an area, like, that's Big 12 football. There's no Kansas, Oklahoma, you know. A lot of those people, like, tend to be, like, Cowboys fans. Sure. It's like you're deciding between the Cowboys and the Broncos. Like, nah. Let's fire a fucking football team right in the middle there.
0: And like I said, they do the Dodge Charger. I
1: mean, that was the joke that I made. I could, you you clearly reiterated it underneath. Like,
0: Oh, I, th- <laughs> I wasn't sure. I was like, I'm not sure if this is what he means, but I'm going to reiterate it.
1: Yeah, they'll be the Dodge Chargers.
0: You said it best last week, and I tweeted that out again. I mean, it's true. I don't know a single person living in Los Angeles— that calls himself an L- L.A. Chargers fan. You know, not somebody who was from Sean San Merriman. Diego. Sean Merriman's the only one. And he posted an amazing video. Even Sean, who... Sean is the local news guy uh, for the Chargers now. So he's on fucking TV every week. Sean, even himself, posted a-, a video on Twitter of him hanging out with Raiders fans in Tailgate and them all talking shit because like, he thought it was funny. Even Sean's like showing it's all Raiders fans. I think you're right. I think they're going to have to recruit people to go. It's kind of like on the Venice Boardwalk, just like you said. There's a guy who's always trying to get people to go to Jimmy Kimmel Live and Real Time with Bill Maher. Because for you guys who haven't been out here, these shows, it's tough to fill an audience every day or every week. It's not easy. So they give away free tickets. Yeah. So basically... That's what they're going to have to do to get Chargers fans in. Give away free tickets,
1: or they're going to have to do a fucking prices right before every game. Like, I it's just such a stupid thing because they moved close enough where they're still basically in their same fan base, but that fan base hates them.
0: Do you think I was texting Cutter about this because he he's interested in all this too, and he he's done so much research on the Bengals and that stadium deal with uh, their owner Mike Brown he was saying, do you think there's some sort of crazy backdoor deals where Spanos is getting millions? Because I think he had to pay for relocation fee. I think it's like $500 million in itself. Like There has to be more to this story that we don't know about. Yeah, the there's point.
1: the real estate factor of building that whole stadium and everything that will go around it. And but Kroenke
0: like, owns that. Right. Dean Spanos isn't going to own that. That's what makes this this move from a financial standpoint. <laughs> it would be funny though, a stadium called the Chargers full of meth heads. Meth heads and chargers just feel like they just go together. Yeah. I mean, Phillip Rivers needs to start procreating more kids to fill the stadium.
1: I, I just think it's gonna get real fucking awkward when they open that stadium. And they go, No one has showed up. They're also splitting it with the Rams, which is like, the Rams are going to be doing the whole fucking courting big, you know, studios and whatever. Like, why would you pick the Chargers?
0: Do they even sell Chargers gear? Wait. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like when you go to Target, it's Rams and Raiders still. Yeah. Like, it's think-
1: the dumbest move ever. <laughs> It's the single dumbest thing that anybody's ever done. Dean Spanos is like, our fans will only be two hours away. They'll just all drive there. They hate you now. (laughs) You stole their team.
0: I'm trying to think of the equivalent of like a a normal person, like in a relationship. What's the equivalent of dating somebody? Them. So, like, you start dating someone's sister.
1: No, it's the equivalent of being of starting to fucking date like your ex boyfriend's roommate. Like, you went across the hall and you're like, it's cool. Like, we're still going to all be friends here because I'm still right here. And he's like, no, you're fucking my roommate. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm not going to see you at breakfast and just be like, yeah, you want a bagel? I'm moving out, bitch. Are you crazy? She's like, well what like Tim can't pay the rent all by himself? Well that's Tim's fucking problem. You started fucking my roommate. You guys are on your own now. Good luck.
0: I'm gonna do research this week. I am curious. I'm gonna see what it, everything cost, the financials, because I did see that the I did see something, of course it was probably Darren Ravel, that the franchise the value of the franchise really didn't go up. Whereas like the value going from St. Louis to Los Angeles, yeah, you know the franchise probably went up, you know millions of dollars.
1: Well, like you said, they're not going to own their stadium. That's a major factor.
0: It's huge.
1: Yeah, I don't. Just go to Dodge City, Kansas.
0: I like the Dodge City, Kansas move though. Yeah, what part of Kansas is that?
1: It's a fucking Western Kansas.
0: Whereas Kansas City's Eastern.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: Dodge Kansas City is Missouri. Sure, I always forget that. But isn't part of it technically Kansas?
1: Well, there's Kansas City, Kansas, and there's Kansas City, Missouri.
0: Okay, Dodge City, Kansas.
1: Do- you know, Dodge is where.
0: Oh, hold on, we're going to do this. Don't look at my computer. Do you think there are more or there were more Chargers fans at today's game? I'm trying to think how I put this. The population of Dodge City, Kansas,
1: higher or lower than the entire amount of people that were at the game today? Yes, that's
0: what I was getting at.
1: Slightly higher, probably like sixty thousand people.
0: As of 2010 census, the Dodge City, Kansas uh, population was twenty-seven thousand three hundred and forty. Fuck yeah! So it's about the same as the StubHub Center.
1: Yeah, perfect. Literally relocate, but this isn't about Dodge City, Kansas. This is just the location. People are going to come from forever around, all across the plains. You know, Dodge City. Get out of Dodge, right? Yeah, that's where Wyatt Earp was, the fucking, the sheriff. All kinds of old west shit. You know, the fucking cowboy mascot.
0: I mean, Oklahoma City would support a team too, right? I just, I again, I don't.
1: Yeah, but the Oklahoma City, they're gonna support them and dodge. Are the we kid. the
0: only ones? Like, I know people are talking about this, but are we the only people who are really talking about this? How is no one else acknowledging that there is a team playing? But
1: because people keep getting caught in the in the wrong part of the story, people get keep getting caught up in. It's all Raiders fans. It's all Niners fans. It's all Eagles fans. Like, those fans were somehow outbidding the Chargers fans yeah. for the tickets. They weren't. The real story is, what happened to the Dufranes? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about the Dufranes? Somebody tweeted at me, actually. For those of you
1: who don't get that reference, it's a Mitch Hedberg joke.
0: Somebody tweeted at me, I think it was a dirt ball, and their argument was, I looked on SeatGeek, of course he did, number one ticket app, and said, Well, the tickets, because it's such a small venue, the tickets, and they are way more expensive. They're like 200 bucks a seat, 150, 200 bucks, you know, because it's such a small venue. So obviously supply and demand comes into play. And he said, Well, if people are, if they're gonna come down from San Francisco or Oakland or wherever, they are gonna pay more money because they're already traveling. I think that's a bullshit argument.
1: Wait, then people who are already here? Yes. So, but there are no Chargers fans. That's That's the story. That's the story we're trying to. They're not being outbid. Yeah. Those people are bidding against other Raiders fans. I I feel, you know. Where are you guys? I think Jack LeBeau, who's one of our fans, is a Chargers fan because he's from Orange County. Yeah. How many of them could there be? Yeah. 15? And he even tweeted, I mean he's like my dad watches Chargers games on our boat drinking Mai Tais. Like that's where he watches Chargers games.
0: I think we need, you know how ESPN does outside the lines? We need like a we need like a dirty sports. Can we
1: call this episode Chargers fans are the defrans?
0: <laughs> Very inside reference.
1: One of the best jokes ever though.
0: I like more of kickers or the or the variety pack. <laughs> We'll figure it out after the episode. All right, last thing I want to cover, Vikings-Eagles. Eagles Eagles don't look good. No. I had that game on, too, all day. Yeah, I watched that one. They don't look good.
1: Super Bowl hangover happens all the time. Also, look, here's something that I'm going to preface this by saying, as a Giants fan, I – Say it all the time. We have four Super Bowls. Okay. That's, doesn't matter if Lawrence Taylor has sex with his five year old tomorrow. You can't take the Super Bowls away. I'm not taking anything away from you, but I don't think they were that good last year. Yeah, they won the Super Bowl. They got hot at the end. They had a nice little run. I was, I, I was talking about them the whole year. I don't, I just don't think they were. I think that the, that they're very similar to the Cubs team that I said, hey, here's why you guys aren't gonna win the World Series. And you did, in spite of it. Congratulations. No one can ever take that away from you. But those things that I said have reared their ugly heads in the years since then. You started John Lester in a winner go home game. You started John Lester. You never you haven't had the fucking starting pitching. Before, after, during that fucking World Series. The Eagles have a lot of holes. And they're hurt. And they're not playing that well. Like, they're not that good. Am I putting the nail in the Eagles' coffin? No, but I think that the real Eagles team is somewhere between this team and the team that won the Super Bowl. I don't think the real Eagles team is that Super Bowl team. And I don't think that this is the real Eagles team. They're somewhere in between. As far as talent, coaching... Roster, like the whole thing. Well, they're
0: just not scoring the ball. Yeah. And turnovers, like that Jay Ajayi fumble. You just can't have that. Awful fumble. It's anyone's... It's anyone's... uh, Like anybody can win that division at this point.
1: The NFC East? Yeah. I mean, probably not the Giants, but anybody else. I mean, I guess um, we we have the Eagles on Thursday night. If they, the, the talk about a game, if the Giants don't beat a two and three Eagles team on Thursday night this week, their season's over. Yeah, for sure. You, they're, you're not coming back from one and five. Now to get back to two and four, and I think the Giants have like the Eagles, um, like a couple bad teams in a row uh I forget who else we fucking have but I think they have the Niners after in in middle of October they have a bye like it's possible but nah, it's getting late early for the Giants that's why today was like I mean if the Giants had won today 2 and 3 with the Eagles 2 and 3 then it's literally any of the four teams divisions because right now like you said who's like who's who's a better team the Cowboys or the Giants I know they beat us in their building, and they beat us with...
0: Well, I'd say offensively the Giants, maybe defensively the Cowboys.
1: I mean, the Giants smacked the fucking Texans. That's the only win we fucking have.
0: God, that game was bad tonight. Well, one last note before we move on. Cardinals, congrats. You got your first W. I think we both missed that.
1: Was that the... I think you did take the Cardinals. No, there's no way. I think you did. He said, I'll take the cards. I think you did. I haven't even looked. But this is what happens when you bench Sam Bradford. Serious question. Will Sam Bradford be in the NFL
0: next year? On a roster. I want to say no. However, I learned tonight... I just started laughing out loud. I learned tonight because there was a lot of quarterback hits on both Prescott and Deshaun Watson. Like Deshaun Watson.
1: Oh, oh, the Brandon Whedon conspiracy. Yeah, Brent. No, Brandon. I didn't
0: know. And and then when when were said, "Well, Brandon Whedon maybe should start warming up," I said, "I I did blinking guy me go what? Brandon Whedon? Deshaun Watson's backup guys. Yeah.
1: Ever since they brought him in last year, after W-Wat- Watson got hurt, he's fucking backing up Tom Savage." And, like, rewind to a year ago just how fucking ludicrous some people are. There were people on the internet saying that he was more qualified to be in the NFL than Colin Kaepernick. Brandon Whedon is still in the league. Brandon Whedon has never been good at any point. Brandon Whedon is the Bill O'Brien of quarterbacks.
0: No, he's not even that good. I wouldn't give him the Bill O'Brien of quarterbacks. Bill O'Brien is at least mediocre. Bill O'Brien's going to get you your 8-8 eight and eight season.
1: But I'm talking about even in fucking college.
0: He had to have been good at Oklahoma State. He
1: was like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Balance it out. We forget Bill O'Brien is in the NFL. He won like seven games at Penn State. He went 9-4. and four. Nine and four. What is he a fucking wild card team in the NFL? This is college football. You you get a head coaching job in the NFL for going nine and four now?
0: I think it's because he spent all those years
1: as the- Tom Brady's quarterbacks coach.
0: Basically, yeah, he got the Tom Brady bump.
1: Yeah, that that's, that's like the Giants handing over the fucking head coaching duties to Aaron Rodgers' old quarterback coach. Like it's like fucking being like. Putting, Letting Trevor host Sports Center because he was my no-chill coach.
0: <laughs> 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 ah, the thought. this the image. He was like,
1: Did you hear? He was Joey No-Chill's no-chill coach. Got him real revved up before shows. Maybe he can bring that same energy to first take. <laughs> just in there with Skip smoking a vape.
0: I'm just pictured him. He's not even looking at the Like, dude, the camera's over here. Skip's on Fox, by the way.
1: <laughs> Whatever.
0: All right. That's our week five NFL roundup. It didn't take long at all. Uh, before we get to baseball playoff recap, I want to say, Prano, I got some Harry's raises in there. Are you, can I get you a fresh shave?
1: I just shaved. I shaved. I just cleaned up the beard. I'm letting the beard go for a little ah. bit. I, I just cleaned up the neck, cleaned up the top, used Harry's yesterday.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I do see that now. You you kept the beard. Yeah, just trimmed
1: it up. I've been using nothing better for the top part of the beard, getting a nice straight sideburn to mustache line than uh, than that fifth trimmer blade.
0: Love that fifth trimmer blade. You know what else I love? This isn't even on the ad read. They got those those body washes now. Oh
1: yeah, body washes
0: bar soap. I was going to say, currently in my bathroom, I have a bar soap and the fig body wash, Yeah, I rotate, I'm like, you know, today I'm going to use the bar soap, the next day I'm going to use the body wash, keeping me smelling nice and fresh and clean. Guys, Harry's has it all. We're naming all these great products. You should take advantage of a great deal we have with them, which is their trial offer. You can claim yours by going to harrys.com forward slash dirty. It's a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave the weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich leather and shave gel, and that travel blade cover. Dirt Balls, you can redeem your trial set, again, at harrys.com forward slash dirty. That will be in the description of this podcast if you forget the code. So make sure you go to harrys.com forward slash dirty to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you. And once again, koozies go out to people who send me screenshots. I'm still doing it. I got to mail out a lot. I'm behind a little, but my place was kind of a mess and still working on some things, but I will get those out to you. All right, baseball. Let's get to it. Let's do it. Rockies, done. You're done. Brewers look great. Dude, the racist is fun to watch. Can I talk about that? Yeah.
1: Oh, he's legit. Hater? Yeah.
0: Is the real deal. Yeah. And We got to see him live in Chicago.
1: It's. Fu- I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you a tip. I don't know if, I should tell you because if I tell you and you do it in public, you're going to get hurt. And I don't do it in, as to promote this. I just do it as a nice Chappelle reference. But anytime he strikes somebody out, when I'm watching, go, I go oh, white power. He's <laughs> fuck, white power. Like I just do the fucking Dave Chappelle white power. It's it's pretty great. He's amazing to watch. He's fucking fantastic. He's a goddamn strikeout machine. Yeah. Yeah. And I said I don't love the starting pitching of any of the National League teams, but fucking Brewers have the best bullpen. Uh Yelich might be the MVP. Probably is the MVP of the National League. They're playing inspired. I everything is going as planned so far for me. As a as a baseball fan. Astros up. Yankees and fucking Astros up. Yankees, Red
0: Sox is going five.
1: Yankees, Red Sox beating the shit out of each other. Dodgers leading the Braves, but Braves won tonight. We'll get that going. And uh, Milwaukee up. This is setting up perfectly for a Milwaukee and the Astros rested beating the fucking two teams I hate. And also getting Atlanta the fuck out of there.
0: I do like watching playoff baseball. The crowds, man.
1: Even the crowd in Atlanta was hopping tonight. Oh, they were. Good crowd there tonight.
0: But, but that's what I'm saying. I like watching how into every pitch. It's If you haven't been to a baseball playoff game, I highly recommend it. It is nothing like not even close to anything like a regular season game. The crowd is into every moment. If, if you go to a, you know, a good team or as far as a good city for for you know sports.
1: I remember a couple of years ago we went to the game, the Mets uh, Dodgers game here. That was fucking, that was intense.
0: I've been to a lot actually. I've been to, they've been to what six straight playoffs. I've probably been to four. That doesn't include this year. Now I'll go to a game. Yeah, I like. I, I will say the Dodgers fans are good. Now, they got to work on arriving on time. Right. But we all know that's such a bullshit L.A. thing, but they're good.
1: Traffic's always is fucking nightmare. Like, that's you can't you can't prepare enough for traffic to go off to Dodger Stadium. Because you you're like, all right, so this is going to take me 90 minutes. I'm going to give myself two hours. And then you get there, it's another 40 minutes once you get to the parking lot. Well, that's
0: the problem is the Dodger Stadium, if you think about it, most stadiums... Have
1: public transportation.
0: Yeah, and they're yeah. also in cities. Yeah. Where Dodger Stadium is, like, in its own little area in Chavez Ravine. And it's it's tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you went to... A, you
1: have to park. You have to park. Exactly. There. Yeah. That's the problem. I
0: don't know another stadium where you have to park at their stadium. Like, off the top of my head. So, yeah. it's a, Do you remember when we left the Mets-Dodgers game? Yeah. That guy took a shit in the woods? <laughs> yeah. It's not even a. Let's use the term "woods" lightly. He got out of his car because the traffic was so bad, and I go, "That guy's taking a dump," and that guy went into like a shrub and took a shit. Took a shit.
1: Yeah. On the dead body of a Giants fan that had been there (laughs) since April. (laughs)
0: Every time of the time, I almost strip peed my pants. No, I got hammered. I went to Dodgers. Is
1: because you walked by a firework going off like Maddie Goldberg. Right? <laughs> He's like, I went myself. Why is this guy setting off fireworks?
0: I went to Dodgers Cardinals. I don't know if I want to say it was NLCS, 2013. And I, you know, back in my fucking get lit days, and I got really hammered. And we thought it would be a good idea to take you can take like a like a tram. I don't know what you want to call it. Then out to the ballpark, which then takes you to, like, our shitty L.A. subway system, we got caught in traffic, and I had to pee so badly in that, whatever you want to call it, bus or whatever it is, and I go to the front bus driver, I was like, I have to pee, can you just let me out? We're still in the parking lot. He goes, I legally cannot let you out. I was like, dude, I have to pee. And like everybody's watching this. I go, dude, I literally, he goes, I can't let you out. And it was this huge thing. And the whole bus is watching me. And I go back, and I'm like, literally grabbing my cock because I think I was going to pee, and I'm drunk. And I was that guy. I somehow held in. Finally, we got to an area where I was allowed out, which was still in the fucking parking lot. And I ran out and just peed everywhere. (laughs) Just pissing on kids. It's good I don't drink anymore, right? What a disaster. Yeah, sure is. What a disaster! But the Brewers have been fun to watch. I mean, they own that series. Yeah, I've been watching the games. It'd be fun to go to a game at their park, man.
1: Yeah, I would love to go next year. No, I mean, I, I like I said, I either one of those teams, I would have been happy with them, you know, getting to the World Series. But from game one, I was like, oh man, this is, like, I think. In the National League, it's just watching those series. It's inevitable. The Brewers were going to win and the Dodgers are going to win. Like, it's going to, I don't know how long it's going to take, but like from game one, I was like, well, these two teams are definitely winning these series. Man, the Astros too are just like Cleveland's good and Cleveland has fucking, but like that Astros team, I think that. What the Astros and Dodgers took away from those worlds the World Series last year is two different things. Like the Dodgers, like a lot of like we're talking about the Eagles, like a lot of teams, you get to the World Series, you lose in game seven. that's fucking tough. Like we're gonna see when they have you know a difficult series like maybe against the Brewers. maybe this series. we'll see how they react. but like I think this Astros team from that World Series is like we're never out of a game like just keep fucking swinging we're at, like they they owned game 1 game 2 they were down but it just was like you it just seemed like they were just always going to get a fucking big hit
0: yeah do the do the fans care that much in Houston that that's one of the cities where i'm like
1: i don't know i've never been to Houston seems like they care i know some astros fans but i don't know i've never been to Houston i don't know i don't know the pulse of the city.
0: I've actually never been. I've only flown through. Yeah. I've never spent time in Houston. Me either. It's one of those cities, like, you're near the water, but you're not. You're, like, 60 miles away. Yeah. I never get those cities.
1: What? what, what You don't get how geography
0: works? Well, I don't get, like, you're not next to the water. You're, like, 60 miles away from the ocean, right? Like, why wouldn't the city be next to the ocean?
1: Well, I haven't. I mean, like, why wouldn't they put it there? Is that what you're saying? Like, why didn't they put... It? There's, I'm sure there's some sort of... First of all, a lot of these cities were settled when they weren't, like, really fucking coming up with a thing. But, like, there's probably some sort of geographical reasoning for why. Like, what is down there? Is that, like, Galveston that's on the water or something like that? Like, I don't know anything about that fucking part of Texas.
0: South Padre? Isn't that down there? Isn't that an island? Yeah. That's like a big spring break thing. Now I'm looking. I mean, who's going to Texas on spring break? Yeah, Galveston. But is that,
1: that doesn't look like it's 60 miles.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm completely wrong on that.
1: Like I was like, 60 miles wouldn't fucking... A hurricane wouldn't have.
0: Let, let me let me see how long it is to Galveston, which is not Galveston to Houston is fifty two miles. Eh. But like this is way closer. Right. The bay. Trinity Bay. Anyway, I think we have some Houston dirtballs.
1: Yeah. Don't you remember? I've battled them. they 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 used to think that fucking Bill O'Brien was a good coach. They've since disappeared on that front,
0: or just disappeared.
1: Yeah, I'm all in on the Astros. That's my squad. I'm backing them. Although, if it's like Astros Brewers, I'll be like, I don't care. I mean, I, I hope the Astros win, but no, I,
0: you wouldn't. You love to see Milwaukee Brewers win a title? Nah,
1: not really. Why not? Because fuck them. Why? They got a they got a fucking <laughs> racist guy, a Christian Yelich from the fucking. Marlins. Yeah, I'm good.
0: What is Yelich? What is that? What is that name? I don't know. What is that? I was trying to figure out his his background just by looking at him.
1: I don't know. Looks just like Pete Davidson, though, doesn't he? Big year for fucking weird looking dudes. (laughs) Yelich is from out here, though. He is. Think he's from L.A., isn't he? Yelich went to like a school in the valley, I think.
0: Thousand Oaks.
1: Yeah. Where do you go to high school? Like, Crespi or something?
0: West Lake. Yeah. Come on. Okay, here's his background. His paternal grandfather is Serbian and his Maternal great grandfather, <laughs> fucking twenty
1: three and me over here.
0: Yo, I told you I wanted to know. His grandfather is Japanese, so he's got some Asian in him. I want to do twenty three andme me. You want to do that? Sure. That'd be fun. Are we to thusting do. it. What's that?
1: Are we thusting
0: it? If you do like the expensive one, you get like everything. You can know like things to look out for in your health. You know about that.
1: They'll the, the, like, tell you the day you're going to die?
0: Basically, it'll be like, you know... You, a
1: horror movie, right? Guy does the fucking thing and it's like, you get the date you're going to die back.
0: You want to hear a horror movie I want to write, by the way? Sure. I don't know if I want to release this to the world because it's a great idea.
1: I don't think it's going to be any better than the one I just gave you, but...
0: That's a good one. This one might be better. Obviously, I like doing the float lab. There it is. It's pretty easy.
1: <laughs> this is already a horrible idea
0: somebody locks you in. It, it, there could be different... So this
1: isn't a whole movie. This is a fucking scene in the movie. This is like some no. Final Destination shit.
0: No, 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 no. There, there, there's different premises that could happen with this movie. One, it's kind of like the, the, the movie Phone Booth, where, you know, it's like he's just in the phone booth. You're locked in there. It's the psychological thriller where this person's trapped in the dark for the whole 90-minute movie, and he's dealing with the people... Or
1: what does that look like?
0: I don't know. A I'm blank just, screen. I don't
1: know. I'm, the I'm just, sound of like guy, a guy standing in water.
0: Let's flesh it out right now. <laughs> or the other idea with the float lab is there's some sort of <laughs> chamber underneath the water that opens up and you slide in and it's kind of like a Goonies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the fuck are you. Di-
0: Kind of like, you know, Hostel. You ever see those Hostel movies? No. Where you go somewhere?
1: I don't watch. I don't, I'm not a horror movie guy.
0: I'm not either, but Hostel was good. It was really good. I actually saw the first two. It's a fucking thriller, man. So, yeah, you dude, you open up a chamber, and that's where the guy, like, tortures. Because it's all these L.A. people who are like, I'm bettering my life. But little do they know, you're about to get fucked up.
1: I don't want to invest in this.
0: You don't like this movie idea?
1: I think that has the potential of making about $4 out of the box office, and for that reason, I'm out.
0: <laughs> I can just see it now. You know, the, the
1: target market is people that go to fucking sound baths?
0: Yeah, but hold on a second. This is what I'm thinking.
1: You start, you walk into the movie, people in middle America will be like, what the fuck is he doing? Is that some hot tub situation? What is this hot tub time machine? That's the point,
0: but a lot of people know about this now. That's the thing. The The sensory deprivation has gotten mainstream enough that my sister-in-law was asking me about it. So people in middle America, like where I'm from, know about it.
1: Fucking Joe Rogan.
0: Dude, I'm telling you.
1: People love Rogan.
0: Yeah, he gets like two million. Are we
1: going to talk about that, by the way?
0: What? I was going to bring it up, for sure.
1: The UFC shit?
0: Yes, we have to.
1: We have to. It's all staged. I don't think that was staged, but I...
0: Your but... tweet, I was laughing out loud at.
1: Which one? make the cage higher
0: five foot nine guys barefoot.
1: i mean seriously though i laughed out loud that that's why i don't think it's staged but i think that they fucking it's not i don't think it's i don't think that was like i don't think they were like go into the crowd here's what i think was staged again i'll reiterate i think i think conor mcgregor is a fucking WWE fighter. For sure. And Dana White is... Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Yeah. And so he's at this guy. He's like, here's the deal. You got to be fucking racist. And you got to be fucking sexist. And you got to be like fucking whatever. Go throw some shit at his bus. Go be, be a fucking wild man. Get shit stirred up. So the idea that like, oh my god, I can't believe he threw a fucking chair at a bus. Dude, they showed it in the promo for the fucking fight. Like... That shit was like, I'm not saying they're saying, this is what you're going to do, but they're saying, do that shit.
0: They're not telling you not to.
1: I think that they're heavily promoting it. you do. They're encouraging you. shit. I think the dude jumping over the thing. Habib? Yeah. Is because no one told the fucking 30 IQ Russian guy <laughs> that the guy he's fighting is a WWE fighter. He's like, this motherfucker's talking about, you know, Calling out my religion, calling out my fucking family. He's like, I'm gonna
0: murder what this all the dude. What did Connor say? I knew he called him out. I don't know.
1: I saw a clip of him fucking saying like, somebody said "assalamu alaikum" to him, and then asked, and then said congratulations about your fucking whiskey. And the guy freaked out. He's like, you can't say "assalamu alaikum" and say somebody about their whiskey. And then Connor's like, do something about it. You fucking, Like he called him like a, you know. I forget what he called him, but he like went off on him. It was like, like he's just shitting on him like you backwards something. He's like calling him like a backwards religious whatever. It's all nonsense, though. I'll tell you what is staged. The woe is like the, oh, no, what's going to happen to our sport? This is a black eye on our sport. Yeah, it was a black eye. It made you you're the top 11 trending topics. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know fucking I don't know if the VOD is ever going to let them fight again. Yeah, dude, yeah, they are. Yeah, you're you're going to fucking make them fight again. They got, like I didn't watch the fight cuz I don't care about fucking 5 foot 9 dudes naked wrestling each other. Like I'm fucking <laughs> like and I'm good. Um but from everything I heard it's pretty one-sided, not that exciting dominated fight by Habib. So how do we ever get, like, how do we sell them fucking fighting again? Well, this one dude just went into the crowd now, so I'll take that and fucking pump that all up as the thing.
0: I didn't watch it either, and so I got home. Obviously, I heard about it. We all are on social media, and I put on the Dana White press conference. Oh, he's brilliant. Dude, Dana White knows exactly... He and i and I'm glad you brought up the point about like, oh man, this is such a black eye, and it's like he was so calm and composed, and it was almost from my vantage point, it was almost like he knows you can see it in his face like that yeah, this is so bad, wink, wink, you know what I'm saying,
1: well, but my my the whole the other thing is the whole black eye like no, nothing has ever offended me more than him saying this is a black eye in the sport you're monster energy drink sponsored bum fights what this isn't polo like what what are, what are we talking about this isn't fucking i mean what when when was this like a cl- this isn't the masters like a tradition you're you have two guys in fucking you know boxer briefs beating the shit out of each other when was this when was this considered like a fucking this real
0: a, thing this isn't a chess match
1: yeah I, in the middle of the ring is a monster energy claw and then two dudes come in and fucking have a fight club like it's literally go down to the Venice Beach Pier and throw like throw a can of fucking Colt 45 yeah you will It's the, it'll be the UFC yeah Bunch of fucking dudes. We should do that with nothing to live for. Yeah, we'll beat the shit out of each other. What? What is the black eye? Like, can we stop acting like this was horse racing? Like, this is the fucking the sport of kings. (laughs) These are guys that are unqualified to do anything besides get the shit beat out of each other, beating the shit out of each other. What is the black eye on this? It's it was born with a black eye. It is a black eye. The whole sport's a black eye.
0: They're smart though, man. I mean, they really are. It, after seeing last night's shenanigans, it makes me want to follow follow. Here, here's the thing, not follow it, like I'm not gonna pay for it, but it makes me want to pay more attention because it really is WWE. Now, does that say I'm say I'm gonna follow start following WWE? Probably not, but I don't know, man. At this point, I don't want to be that conspiracy theorist. But whether it's this and I tweeted this out or American politics, I don't know man like I think a lot of shit's staged a lot of shit's fake
1: I mean I don't I don't know you lost me in the leap there between those two things I again, I don't think that that was staged, but I don't but I don't think it like the idea you have to be a real fucking idiot to think it that they don't they're not allowing these things to happen. It's really simple. Every single time I watch a fight, I'm not joking. Every single time I watch a fight, the winner of the fight gets up on the top of the ring after and is like, "Why do we have a cage? What is the what is the purpose of this cage?" Isn't this cage to allow, to not let people fucking get in or raise the cage. If you don't want guys leaving, if you don't want guys coming in, it's literally set up to fucking the one of the dudes in this fight was able to walk in to Barclays Arena in Brooklyn on a random day, just walked up to the door and opened the door and walked in and then started throwing shit at buses? Andy, go down to Staples Center this week. See if you can throw some shit at the Lakers bus. See how far you make it. Just on a Wednesday. Just on practice day. Just go see if you can start throwing shit. Next time the Lakers have a press conference, they announce the fucking, you know, L.A. Knights black jerseys they're going to wear this year. When they have that press conference, just go see if you can walk in. Walk into the tunnel of the Staples Center and just start throwing shit at LeBron James. See if you can. Conor McGregor was able to walk in to a press conference for another fight and start throwing shit at people. He wasn't even on the bill. He wasn't even on. The, he just, just showed up <laughs> throwing shit. <laughs> a guy that is literally your size was able to dive out of a cage. <laughs> if I left today and my fucking... When I left, I went down to the South Bay and fucking hung out with Wild. If I had left my door open... And my dog had escaped. they would have been like, "You left your fucking door open." I'd been like, "Yeah." So, the dog shouldn't have just like stayed. Like the cage is this fucking tall. If you don't want guys jumping in and out of it, make it higher. That, but no one told the thirty IQ Russian dude that grew up fighting bears. Apparently, did you ever see that? Thing. Did you see yeah. that video? Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but they took, like, a fucking half-retarded fellow and then put him in, like, a fucking big, you know, production, and no one told him.
0: That's the movie. You get get the, the fighters in the float lab. It's like float lab meets fight club. You open the chamber, they go down, and then it meets Lionheart, where, you know, like, the rich people are betting on the fighters, but you're just incorporating the float lab with it.
1: Okay. But you really, really need to get this all happening in like three feet of water, huh? It's
0: where it all starts, because the psychologist for the fighters like, yeah, I know you don't understand these things, but you need to go float. To, and um, then- that,
1: I'm not sure I'll ever get over the black eye for the sport. Take that's, that's one of the best things ever. Dana White, a bald steroid junkie in a fucking black shirt that's unbuttoned down to his things, like. <laughs> The fuck are we talking about? But that's what I'm here? saying. He looks like a guy who goes to a fucking Vegas club and fucking like gets bottle service. He looks like a guy leaving a Vegas club no, at the end of the night. Like,
0: but I think he, that's what I'm saying. i Dana White's a very smart guy. He knows what he's doing.
1: He's he's a smart guy. Like fucking Vince McMahon's a smart guy. Like what's he doing? Convincing dumb people that this is like not staged.
0: But that's he's a he's a he's a smart guy. You don't want to give this guy any credit. for? I bet, credit for what? Look where UFC out, at, and he even said this in the press conference. UFC is now so mainstream, it's going to be on ESPN starting in January.
1: Yeah, people like to watch people fucking fighting each other.
0: Yeah. That's why I'm so confused about this football shit to kind of bring it full circle. UFC has never been popular, and it's continuing to grow, and it's just a bloodthirsty, violent sport. But yet we're freaking out on these hits in the NFL. It's I just it's kind of, you know, it's, it's complete 10 opposite. 10 years from
1: now when it turns out that every single one of these guys that fought in this stuff starts dropping dead from their brains being swollen, coming out their ears.
0: But of are, course we know that that's going to happen. Who doesn't?
1: Well, we knew that was going to happen with the NFL, too. But they acted like it,
0: no one knew it was going to happen. I, must have, I don't know how many times I watched that video of him jumping over the cage. I mean, I hate to say it, but I, I will. It's like an animal escaping the zoo.
1: Yeah, why do you hate to say it? It was exactly that.
0: Uh, because I like I don't know if it's just derogatory towards a human being. To but
1: Why? Wow, he was acting like an animal. He, it's, do, he escaped the cage and then just went into the crowd of people. It was like a bunch of people watching a fucking lion. The lion got out and just started tearing through the yeah. crowd.
0: Yeah. It's like a wild chimpanzee, and they're savages. Monkeys are savages. Yeah. That's escaped from the zoo, and just starts ripping children's faces off. And then
1: I'm like on Twitter, and people are arguing, like, oh, it's racist, because now they're saying this, and they didn't say this about Connor, and they didn't say this, and this guy, this guy got banned for life. It's like, dude, this is, I mean, you talk about, like, the UFC gives zero fucks. This is like a bad look for them. This is the best look for them. It's all the look. We're talking about it.
0: Yeah, it's a good point.
1: The only fucking scam here is anybody believes that Tana White's like, ugh, this is terrible. Now people are gonna not wear collared shirts and be quiet when the fight starts between two fucking toothless fucking animals. That may or may not attack the fucking spectators after the fight. Like it was the fucking, you know, like it was the America's Cup.
0: <laughs> and I, I do love, I saw that. I love the thought of the barbaric state of Nevada like, the state that's known for legalized. The governor was here, yeah. and he
1: ran out yeah. when it happened. Yeah, because one of your fighters went into the crowd and started chewing on people. <laughs> uh, that One of the animals escaped the cage. The thought- what the fuck was the
0: governor doing there? The thought of the state where parts of it have legalized prostitution, of course, gambling, everything. Basically, anything goes. The thought that these people were saying, well, I don't know about the state of Nevada if they're going to allow fights- Anymore from the UFC Remember that
1: time uh, Boxing stopped being able to happen in Nevada Because one of the dudes ate the other dude's fucking ear off Oh no, boxing is still there And rigged And The only reason people go to Vegas The only reason people go to Vegas Is to watch people fucking kill each other Fights UFC Boxing Fucking drugs.
0: Music festivals. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Too soon?
1: No, not too soon.
0: Well, I think that's the show, Prano. College football? Yeah, we can talk a little. You've been watching some, apparently. Yeah,
1: I watched LSU Florida.
0: I watched that, too.
1: I was torn because we had our boy here. I was sort of rooting for LSU, but I found myself rooting for Florida. I love Florida's uniforms. I've always loved their uniforms. The blue, the orange, just the gators on the side. I like that they did fucking Tom Petty when he died. Tom Petty from Gainesville. Just put out a fucking 63 song anthology. Has a great version of Gainesville, the song on there. I found myself rooting for Florida. Also, found myself rooting for Florida because LSU ranked higher than Notre Dame. I was like, well, at this point, I'm just rooting for teams to drop. LSU took the L. Florida. I mean, that was a that was a good old-fashioned SEC fucking...
0: Yeah, it was. I watched it. I watched
1: martial it. arts match.
0: I watched a lot of it. And I caught the end of that. I was rooting for Kentucky against Texas A&M. I mean, when was the last time Kentucky was I a mean, top I, 15 I, yeah, team?
1: I didn't watch any Kentucky, Texas A&M. What was the other game? I watched one other game. Well, I watched another game... Virginia Tech game, which was close for a bit.
0: Oh, Texas, Oklahoma. Yeah. That was a fucking game, man. Yeah. Somebody tweeted us, they said uh Texas fired their defensive coordinator after that game. Really? Or no no, I'm sorry, Oklahoma. Oh,
1: okay. I was like who fires her some crazy shit firing people after wins?
0: Texas, man.
1: Yeah, looking good. Are they back? I mean I
0: mean they sucked for years. Yeah. It's the old Tiger Woods. Are I mean, they...
1: yeah. This is. The, I mean, Tiger Woods fans are like they've been back. What are you talking about? <laughs> Were they five and one? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I it's college football is better when Texas is good.
0: Big Twelve, man, they play zero defense. Yeah, they play no defense in that league. So I was trying to think, and I do this all the time. So they play that game in the Cotton Bowl. Uh Uh-huh. How many fucking stadiums are in Dallas? Because that's like a 100,000-seat stadium. Do they only play that for that game and the actual Cotton Bowl? I have
1: no fucking clue. What else is
0: happening in the Cotton Bowl is my question.
1: I don't know. The Texas State Fair or some shit?
0: Yeah, it's right by it.
1: Yeah. That'd be a fun game to go to. they probably play fucking high school games there.
0: Dude, they said tonight they showed this high school stadium tonight during the Sunday night game in Texas. It was a $70 million high school football stadium. That's crazy. 70 million. They showed an aerial shot. I mean, I don't want to get preachy, but guys, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like we have issues with the education system in America. You're putting 70 million into a fucking football stadium.
1: Nothing brings in the money like football. Pays for itself, Andy. Fucking selling tons of fucking Panthers T-shirts down there on Friday
0: nights. I believe the uh, I believe was what, what, what it God. Now I'm forgetting the names. I believe Riggins has a statue outside of it. Yeah, John Riggins. Tim. Tim Riggins. Come on. John Riggins was a, wasn't John he an actual running back?
1: On the Redskins,
0: bro.
1: <laughs> Riggins, Riggs. Just John Riggins and Tim Riggins running a fucking <laughs> mechanic shop together. <laughs> <laughs> fucking CTE and two CT infested
0: running backs. It's late, man. It's late. We got to wrap this up. I want to give a shout out to a dirtball, though. Give a shout out to Mark. He got me tacos.
1: Gives you shout outs now? Wait, send you some taco bell
0: in the mail? No, I met him. We went to Takaya.
1: Oh, this is the dirt ball who came to visit. Yeah. Took, it, took you out to Takoya? Yeah. Takaya organica? Yeah. That's dope. Where's he from?
0: He is from Chicago originally. Oh. South side.
1: Right on. Yeah.
0: So I want to give him a shout out. That's Pre- nice of you. Appreciate the tacos. He was, he had, a, he had a layover here, and then he, then he was on his way. to Japan. I was like,
1: Hey, tell me when that guy comes down, Andy. I'll go out for tacos with you. What happened? I didn't get the call. It's a black eye on the sport. <laughs> By the way, doesn't it always sound funny when you say black eye? It sounds like you're saying black guy. I'll be on the honest. Sport. I thought you just did right yeah. there.
0: I thought you just said black guy. So I was guy. like,
1: Oh, it's terrible. There's a black guy on the sport. <laughs> it's really ruining the UFC. Um, what was his name? Mark? Yeah.
0: Mark. Gave him some koozies. Nice. Then he he then he said, so he handles people's money. So he said if you ever make this much, I can handle your money and I said, "Well, I won't." So, <laughs> I said, well, "Bro, how many t-shirts do you think we got to sell?" Anyway, that's the show. Dirtballs. 30sports.com. Drop an iTunes review. You know the drill. Joeprano.com.
1: That's right, JoePrenner. for shows. I'll be going down south. I just got booked on a, got a couple of fucking great surf shows coming up. Andy, going down to Encinitas with uh, for any of the former Kooks fans that listen, Chris Cote, who was a former guest on the Kooks, he's a big guy in the surf world. He does a lot of the announcing of the events. He's running a comedy show down in Encinitas, so I'll be down there the eighteenth, and then uh, November fourth. Any. who's in the LA area come out good show for charity Save the Waves Coalition doing a charity show with Eddie and Lachlan and Tom Allen of Chad Goes Deep Fame and Moshe Kesher Um, that's the comedy store main room November 4th come to that and I'll be up in the bay um, in November and then Fix Your Life on Twitter Joe Prano on Instagram
0: alright guys that is the show you know what to do And uh, most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.